Welcome to Broadway with Body Slams, episode 16. Today we're covering the Royal Rumble from 2006. Uh, if you're not sure how this podcast works, it's very similar to my video game podcast, Save Crystal. Uh, we're going to go back and kind of feel all the nostalgia. Uh, I like to do that in my, on my video game podcast and here on my wrestling one. And I'm going to basically be your guide. I'm going to talk about this event give my thoughts of it from a fan's perspective and uh, we're going to listen to clips from that event it'll help you take your stroll down memory lane now this event took place on january 29th 2006 miami florida from the american airlines arena 16,000 in attendance and of course you know the the poster for this i always thought it was really cool because we kind of get that gladiator look uh, of the mcmahon family you got Shane, Vince, Linda, and Stephanie. Um, but, you know, I noticed on the network version, Linda is cropped out. I don't know why. And and at first, when I first saw it, I was like, am I not remembering this poster correctly? I know Linda McMahon was on the cover. And I even had a, a magazine with this cover back in the day. And I know that she was on it. I did some research. She, in fact, was on it. And she has been cropped out of the network photo. So I don't, or out of the Peacock version, not the network. We don't have the network within Peacock. But anyway, uh, let's just go ahead and get started. Let's hop right on into it. This was a, I feel like this show was oddly put together. And I don't know if they were trying something new or how they wanted to end the show they had to do it this way which we'll talk about that as we get there but first things first let's talk about the entrance like i said it's kind of like a gladiator setup and i really like this i like that you have the the two doors that open you have two guys standing outside that pull the doors open uh for for when wrestlers make their entrances i really miss when pay-per-views used to have like its own original set. Now it's just nothing but LED lights and and all this kind of stuff, like these giant screens. It's just not, that was something I always looked forward to. And I remember as a kid, I would think, man, I can't wait to see the set. I can't wait to see what it's going to look like. And that's just, man, that's something that's uh, that's missed nowadays. And I'm sure they're saving so much money, but come on, it ain't like they ain't got it. So let's move on here. So for the opening match of the night, it is a cruiserweight open for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship, and Gregory Helms defeats Kid Cash, Funaki, Jamie Noble, Nunzio, and Paul London. Uh, pretty decent opening match. Just not really something that really caught my attention. Like I said, I know everybody likes certain things. Uh, there are people who love the cruiserweights, and uh I'm, I'm not saying none of these guys are any good by any means but i'm just saying like it just didn't it didn't grab me um however gregory helms i will have to say the hurricane is he's a cool character but i liked greg this gregory helms character it was more of a serious role um i don't know how long it lasted but i prefer this over the hurricane and that might be an unpopular opinion, but what the heck. So anyway, he does get the win. The match went 7 minutes and 40 seconds. And uh, right after that, 
we have our first backstage segment. Now, Vince McMahon, and I'm going to play this clip for you. Vince McMahon is going to be shown throughout the night, hanging out in the back with some of the WWE divas. Um, I know Victoria's back there. Uh, Candice Michelle's back there. Tori Wilson's back there. I'm probably missing somebody else, but um, we kind of get a, a little funny. You know, you, you kind of get that. Vince is definitely a heel here. He's about to really dive into this storyline with Shawn Michaels uh, for their WrestleMania 22 match that's coming up. And he's just coming across as a straight creep back here with these girls. But, you know, they're all over him. Of course, he's the boss. Like, I, I don't know. But uh, we get Randy Orton and Triple H coming back here to the back to draw their numbers. Now, if this is back, you know, when they used to. I wish they would do this again. Or they would have wrestlers drawing their numbers. I don't think they've done that in a while. But it kind of makes sense that we get to see that. Maybe not see what number they drew, but how do they get their number? Like, it just, you know, 30 is obviously the, the best number you can have in the Royal Rumble. But I feel like we need these segments again. They did it in the for the Royal Rumble in 2005, which I've covered on here before. Uh, and and they were still doing it here in 06. But yeah, I'd love to see those come back. But Triple H and Orton are backstage with Vince and the Divas as they draw their numbers. McMahon, I am so excited about the Royal Rumble tonight. I am you too, know, This is the first one of 06. And the only one, too. You can believe that. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm here to kind of help you supervise tonight. You know, to make sure everything's fair, player. You know what? I mean, first of all, you got that Louis Farrakhan look going for yourself. Oh, you today. feeling that? Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. But um, you know what? I've got it tonight, really. You sure? Positive. I got it. Thank you. I appreciate it, though. Oh, yes. I know that's right. Ladies, I mean, we look what we have here. Tori looking mighty, mighty, mighty fine. Victoria and the little doggy. And uh, then we come to Candace. What a nice star that is. And you've got your little wand and... Oh, this is, yeah, I bet it is magic in your hands for sure. <laughs> Ooh, so we want to try and spin this thing up and see what we have here? I mean, oh, let's see. While we're doing that, Randy Orton. Randy, come on in. Yeah. All right. Vince, this is the doing, big sir? moment. That's right. Go ahead. Here we go. I'm feeling lucky. I got it. I must admit, I must Okay, here we go. Let's see. Let's Pick your poison. Yeah, What's it going to be? Hey now, hey now, hey now. Oh, babe. Oh, this is... Triple H! Triple H! Come on in. Isn't Mr. Destiny? Excuse me. Yeah, go right ahead. Ladies, help him out. Open that little... What's the problem with the, uh... The whole living in the fantasy world, talking about destiny, I live in reality. Now, reality, huh? Yeah, I live in reality world. And reality's like me beating me for a title. Or realities of you not standing a chance tonight. I'm gonna win the Royal Rumble. Tori, do you mind opening your box for me? You guys, oh, oh, this box. <laughs> hmm. Would you hold my ball? Hmm, that feels good. 
kid, read him, and weep. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, bro, you... Reality? Let me tell you what your reality is. You're screwed. You are screwed, man. Tough luck. I'll see you out there. Or maybe not. Give me my ball back. So we will later find out that Randy Orton there in that clip, that Randy Orton was very happy with his number. Triple H, on the other hand, could not believe the number he drew. Now we'd later find out Orton got the best number possible. Orton drew 30, and Triple H drew number one. So you don't find that out until the Rumble match itself. But right after this clip, we got another one uh, backstage, and this is Trish Stratus and Mickey James. Now, Mickey James is about to wrestle uh, Ashley Massaro, who was the Raw Diva Search winner, and Trish Stratus is going to be the special ref. Now, this is Mickey James's first storyline coming into the business. She's obsessed with Trish. There's that weird, uh, you know, stalker like character that she's portraying and she perfected it uh and trish they were all excellent with this but here's a little awkward backstage segment before we get this match started hey trish hey hey i mean everybody's kind of wondering like who you're gonna favor tonight in the match against ashley Mickey, and I special guest. it's not gonna be like that i'm calling everybody. okay okay wait, wait, wait. there's just something i really <laughs> want to tell you actually i mean it's just gonna have to wait okay uh, so, wait. no wait Mickey, it's just gonna... one thing. I'm sorry. This is just really hard for me, Trish. I'm Mickey, just... it's gonna have to wait. I gotta go. Trish, wait. I've waited way too long to tell you this. I really, I just really want to say, Trish, I love you. Uh, uh go, go ahead, Joey. You, you take it. Did Mickey James mean I love you like I love you? My, oh, never mind. Uh, in any case, here comes uh, the referee for this very special matchup, the record-setting six-time WWE Women's Champion, Trish Stratus. Mickey James defeats Ashley in seven minutes and 44 seconds. Trish Stratus trying to call the match right down the middle, and I think she did a pretty good job. Uh, however, man, women's wrestling has come so far. Um... This, it was just very sloppy. Uh, even for Mickey James, who she's incredible. You know, she's a great wrestler. And uh, Ashley, I think, could have eventually got there um, if she maybe had the proper training. And, and you know what? Some people, some people just don't have it. And I'm not saying she doesn't have it. I just don't think she got enough time. Because this was a time where, yes, the women were featured, but not anywhere like they are now and uh, i know trish and lita you know they made the best of that molly holly uh you know could keep going on jazz there, there were women that definitely could hang and you could tell that they put time in but see ashley was still pretty new here and um i don't know not not a bad match you know pretty good storyline heading into wrestlemania coming up where trish will eventually fight mickey james and put her women's championship on the line but from there, we get another backstage segment. This time, Vince is 
he's still with the divas and he is wanting the divas or they're, they're talking about tattoos and they're showing vince their tattoos and uh cameron or not cameron candace michelle uh shows vince a tattoo that would be on her chest now we don't get to see it she turns her back to the camera and vince's eyes are huge and he's loving that and and then victoria comes around to show she has what they would call a tramp stamp tattoo down along her lower back and you can see that it is a fake tattoo and not only is it a fake tattoo it's starting to rub off <laughs> and it's just like why did who wrote this who thought that this was a was a good thing to put in here i mean don't get me wrong vince is funny uh with how much of a pervert this guy is like because you know you just know this ain't story this guy's a perv in real life um but victoria has wwe divas tattooed on her lower back which like i said it's not a real tattoo you can already see it starting to rub off and then the big show and Rey mysterio come in to draw their numbers. See there, that little dot? It's cute. Yeah, I've never seen a tattoo that small before, right. But it's for Chloe when she was born. That little yeah, heart shape is yeah. very, very nice. Yeah, but Vince, yeah, uh, I have a really nice tattoo, you, too. You have one as well, Candice? Yeah, yeah. You want you to see? Well, sure. Yeah, but, Look. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> You want to see mine? Well, sure. I'm mean, uh, showing tattoos. Why not? I mean, you're, you're gonna love it. I am. Yes. Yeah, I've liked them so far. Oh my goodness! What? That, oh, oh, that's a nice tattoo. It's got a crack in it. <laughs> hey, Big Show. Hey, how you doing, man? Have a little bit of fun. Mr. McMahon, you guys look at tattoos? No, no, why don't you just draw your number here and we'll get down to some I have some nice tattoos. I have no doubt. Here we go. All right. All right. I see here. And well, looks like your paw's a little too large. Can you help me with that, please? Sure. Thank you. Let me shut the lid here, I guess. Well, that's no, good. No, no, no. I'm nervous. I guess. This is important. It's raw. Oh, and, uh... Special delivery. You just blessed it. I found a blue one. How about that? Go ahead. See what you got. Okay. Ray Mysterio! What's up, Ray? How you doing, man? How you doing? Hey, ladies. I think you know uh, one of your competitors in here. Hey, sure. Ray, Ray. How, How you doing, doing man? Very good, man. Hey, uh, I know you're dedicating tonight to Eddie. That's right, man. That's cool, man. That, that's a real good thing you're doing. Keep your head up, bro. Just remember, it's every man for himself, okay? Right. Stay strong. See you out there, man. All right, man. All right. All right, Ray, go for it, man. Come on. Just before you... Now, Hopefully, we feel this divine providence stuff, and maybe Eddie's going to help you choose the right number. You know what, Mr. McMahon? I think Eddie's doing that just right about now. Yeah? Oh, come on. Okay, let me see now. How'd we oh, do? man, I'm shaking. Yeah, that's all right. You should have seen those tattoos. Oh. What is it? Ah. <laughs> oh. God, you gotta be kidding me. Eddie. Ah. <laughs> you got me, man. You got me. Yep, but. So this is the year that, uh, well, we're coming off just months from Eddie Guerrero's passing. 
And Rey Mysterio has really kind of taken on that do it for Eddie energy. And that's where it come from. And like you, anytime he's around, the fans are cheering for Eddie and he's kind of embodying Eddie Guerrero into his, you know, people want to see Ray succeed for Eddie because they were so close and the relationship they had and, and all of that. And, and you can, it, around this time, I mean, it might be hard, like, especially if you didn't watch back in the day, uh, but it really was a thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I've always liked Rey Mysterio, uh, even back into his filthy animal days in WCW and, and, and before that as Rey Mysterio Jr. But um, around this time, like you, you really wanted to see it happen, but you, it was almost like you didn't think it would. And uh, we'll get into that here. The Royal Rumble is coming up. But after this segment, we get the Boogeyman defeating JBL. This match only went one minute and 54 seconds. I think this is a match that we could have gone without. Um, Anytime I ever seen the Boogeyman on TV, it was never like a scary, creeped out feeling you know you felt that with the undertaker and his supernatural stuff where he'll appear in the ring when the lights go out or rolling his eyes in the back of his head or or even like now with bray wyatt and the stuff that he does with the fiend and 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 this uncle howdy stuff going on i never looked at the boogeyman as like a scary creepy character i looked at him as a disgusting character and how he would sit there and eat the worms and and have him hanging out of his mouth and he'd suck them back up in his mouth like like noodles uh disgusting and i i'm really surprised that this is where jbl by 2006 had kind of and i'm gonna say it he's he has fallen as one of the top heels in the business over the you know the previous few years here he is at the royal rumble having a match less than two minutes with the boogeyman and he's losing to the boogeyman and he's got Jillian Hall with him. This is when they did that whole weird storyline where she had that growth on her face and boogeyman ate it. And I don't know, there was no scarring. There was, it was just, it was so stupid. It it really was. So I could have went without this, uh, but unfortunately it was on the show. So we get our last segment here before the Royal rumble. And Vince McMahon is backstage once again. This time, Shelton Benjamin comes back to draw his number, and he's got his mom with him. And uh, also, Eminem is back there. Um, Melina, Mercury, Nitro, they come back. And both of them, or I'm sorry, both, I guess, groups, Melina is telling Vince that her guys are going to throw Shawn Michaels out of the Royal Rumble. Shelton Benjamin says he's going to take care of Shawn Michaels. They're trying to get on Vince's good side here. Vince is having problems with Shawn, and uh, we'll we'll see that later. Shawn does get thrown out of the Royal Rumble, but not by Shelton or Mercury or Nitro. He gets thrown out by Vince's own son, Shane, once again to set up Vince and Shawn's WrestleMania 22 match. That's another thing. I feel like that WrestleMania match between Shawn and Vince... Well, we see the highlight from time to time where Sean jumps off the ladder, drops a, an elbow through Vince, uh, or through the table and through Vince, and through the trash can. 
But like that really is a very entertaining match to go back and watch. Uh, Shane Shane's involved. The spirit squads involved. God, they're coming later and I'm going to make you hear their clip. Um, but anyway, yeah, we, we get that. And, and Shelton, the whole thing with Shelton and his mama at this point, they have his mama and their Shelton and mama. They, they just, I thought she was very entertaining. This woman, um, I don't believe it's his real mom. I think she was just a, a televised character. However, I could be wrong. Maybe she really is, but she looks, she looks a little too young, I, I believe, but uh, who knows? But anyway, uh, I found that entertaining. I, I like, I like that. And it's, it's kind of weird too. Cause she wants, she tells him, give mama a kiss and he kisses her on the lips. And I don't know. But anyway, Vince is going to sit down with the divas and watch the Royal Rumble. And that's exactly what we have next after this clip. You know how to spin that thing up. Ooh, Candace. Ooh, I do believe that you just goosed me, didn't you? <laughs> hey, Daddy. Last time I saw you, your pants were down around your ankle. <laughs> Sheldon Benjamin! Yes, sir, Mr. McMahon. You better straighten your mama out. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, just draw the number. Come on, let's get on with this. Give your mama good luck, kids. Oh, please. All right, how'd you do it? Hey, seem a little nervous. It's the Royal Rumble. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this is gonna be a real good night. Yeah. I'm gonna make your night and mine. How so? I'm gonna throw Shawn Michaels over the top. You do that. Oh, you know yeah. what? Speaking of making my night, Melina, come on in. You just made my night by being here. Well, thank yeah. you. Shelton, I just wanted to wish you the best of luck tonight. Hey, boy. Well, thank you. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Bring your Mama, tail. Mama. Bring your tail along. You don't know nobody, girl. Yeah, well, uh, what can Anyways, I do for you? Vince, I didn't know if you heard about the working conditions that I have to endure on SmackDown. Well, I mean... I have I, heard a little something about them. Would you like for me to personally look into that? Yes, please. I would greatly appreciate it. Well, I'd be happy to. Yeah. Boys, uh, come on in. Mercury, Nitro, hey guys. Mr. McMahon. All righty. How is it? Good. So, uh, I think it's about that time to draw a number. Yeah, let's do it. Let's see. In the home stretch. Home stretch. Here we go. And what we got here? Careful though, that fur. You don't want to have a fur ball in there. Okay, here we go. Okay, and. Yeah, you know. Great. Hey guys, good luck. Yeah. You know, to show our appreciation for your accommodations for me, the WWE Tag Team Champions will be more than happy to eliminate Shawn Michaels themselves. Really? Yes. Did anyone ever tell you you have very pretty eyes? <laughs> you are so cute. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, good luck. See, ladies, let's have a seat and let's enjoy the rumble. Come on, let's have a seat on the sofa. I think this is going to be a really, really, oh, thank you very much, really good Royal Rumble. And, oh, yeah, by the way, I like those tattoos. Oh. Yeah, they're really, really nice. And even Chloe. Uh, does Chloe have a tattoo? She does. Oh, let me see. It says Vince. Underneath her tail? Can I see it? Yeah, let me see. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, what about that? Looks like Vince McMahon's lap is the best seat in the house well, tonight. I'd like to have Mr. McMahon's company to uh, watch the Royal Rumble matchup, but well, I have the King nonetheless. Michael Cole from SmackDown, the King from Raw. Of course, 15 Raw superstars, 15 SmackDown superstars, and we get set next for the Royal Rumble matchup, the most exciting 60 minutes in the history of sports entertainment, and it's all about WrestleMania. Oh, that's right, because that's what's hanging in the balance. A WWE Championship shot at WrestleMania. So before we get started into the Royal Rumble match, this is weird placement. Usually the Royal Rumble is the last match to go on for the night, and it is not. We still have um, two World Championship matches to, to happen, and I prefer the Royal Rumble to be the last match of the night. And listen, I know we've got two Rumbles now, which is even more exciting. you got the women's and the men's. Oh, you know, it's nice to have one open the show, one close the show uh, nowadays. But when there was only one, I liked it to be the end because it's like you're sitting through the pay-per-view and you're just you're waiting. This is one of the most exciting matches of the year because not only does it have a surprise factor, uh, but really anything can happen. But let's go ahead. And as Lillian Garcia is getting ready to explain the Royal Rumble and how the rules work, for those who might not know. She is interrupted by the Spirit Squad, and they come out and they do a cheer, and Lillian Garcia is finally able to get in the Royal Rumble instructions. Now, I'm going to play this clip. It's going to be a little lengthy one. You're going to hear the Spirit Squad. You're going to hear Lillian Garcia give the rules, and then you're going to hear who comes out at one, which I've already told you, and who comes out at two, and then we'll talk about the Rumble. The following contest is the Royal Rumble match. Now, here are the rules. The match will start with the first two superstars. Well, what, what, what's this? And I'm afraid oh, I know. I'm afraid I know what this is. Yeah, the, the, the spirit squad. You know what, Michael? This is the reason the king is not in the Royal Rumble. This yeah. idiot. Your matchup on Raw this past Monday night against the coach for a spot in the Royal Rumble matchup. The spirit squad interrupted it. Cost you a shot at the Rumble. This perhaps a shot at WrestleMania. You know, when I was in high school, when I was in college, I used to love cheerleaders. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> look at this. What are these guys all about? Yeah. What they're all about with their sickening. Ladies and gentlemen, on, I've been asked to say, let's 
here for the Spirit Squad. Well, there's been a lot of force at the Royal Rumble. Listen, I, listen, Michael. <laughs> We've just heard it for the Spirit Squad. Well, what a way to kick off the uh, 2006 Royal Rumble match with the Spirit Squad. Oh, boy. All your years around this business, Ken, I don't think you've ever seen anything no, like that. And I don't know if I want to ever see anything. Look, look at the enthusiasm on these guys. As I was saying, <laughs> the rules for the following match are that the match will start with the two superstars who drew number one and number two. Now, every 90 seconds, a number superstar will enter the ring in the order of the number that they drew. Now, this will continue until all 30 superstars are in the match. Now, the only way to get eliminated is to be thrown over the top rope with both of your feet on the floor. Now, the last man standing will be the winner of the Royal Wumble and will earn a main event championship match at WrestleMania 22. So who's number one? Who drew number one to enter the Royal Rumble matchup? Exactly. So Triple H awaiting his opponent will enter number two. 15 SmackDown superstars, 15 Raw superstars. Last man standing heads to WrestleMania. Oh, man. So that's what Ray was talking about, Seth. 
emotional speech dedicated a victory in the Royal Rumble matchup to his life friend, Eddie Guerrero, and paying homage to Eddie tonight in a lowrider. Here comes Mysterio. Well, I think you as well as everybody that's familiar with SmackDown know just how close Eddie Guerrero was with Rey Mysterio, and I think that's why when Ray saw that he was number two, he, he got that little smile and he said, Eddie, you got me. And you know what? That's the kind of thing that Eddie and Ray would, that's the way they would interact. Well, you saw a bit of interaction between Ray Mysterio and the heavens when Ray chose his number a few minutes ago. He looked at Eddie, had a smile on his face and said, Eddie, you got to be kidding me. Thank you. Well, last year, King, at the Royal Rumble, Rey Mysterio lasted over 40 minutes in an incredible performance. But tonight, in order to go to WrestleMania, Mysterio's going to have to last at least 60 minutes. So Mysterio and Triple H will square off first two men in the Royal Rumble matchup. Again, a review of the rules. Once you go over the top rope and both feet hit the floor, you are eliminated. The last man standing will headline WrestleMania. So Triple H comes out at number one, which I said earlier, he drew number one. Randy Orton had drawn 30, which once again, that was not explained. So this is all a surprise for those who were watching it for the first time. Uh, but Triple H comes out at one and Rey Mysterio comes out at two, driving Eddie's low rider. Once again, still seeing this, there was part of me thinking there's no way they can have him lose. Right. Because then it would make it it would feel like he let Eddie down or he let the fans down uh, trying to. I, I don't know. I, I just I wasn't sure. I really wasn't. And uh, but Triple H starts off the match with Ray. This is a pretty entertaining Royal Rumble and all the way, you know, throughout the match. And, and you got your little your little side things like that's Shawn Michaels getting eliminated by Shane. Uh, setting up Vince and Sean and their feud that would go on for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I did. I enjoyed this rumble. Now the final guys that it, it comes down to is the final three, Triple H, who was number one, Rey Mysterio, who was number two, and Randy Orton, who is 30. I'm going to play out the final moments of this Royal Rumble. Uh, that way you can hear the finish where Rey Mysterio does pick up the win and uh, it really was such a cool moment. Now, this match went on for an hour and two minutes and 12 seconds with Rey Mysterio last eliminating Orton for the win. And there's a clothesline by the game. And Rey Mysterio's improbable run to the top of the Royal Rumble matchup may have ended with that clothesline. But I can't help but feel the presence of of Eddie Guerrero smiling down on Rey Mysterio. But is that enough to help Rey Mysterio against the 10-time World Heavyweight Champion and against the legend Killer Randy Orton? Well, you're right. Sometimes you just go up against insurmountable odds. But one of these men is going to main event WrestleMania. Here with Rey Mysterio down and out. Orton and Triple H concentrate on one another. And Orton. Orton stalking his former mentor. Oh, he's wanting to deliver that RKO. Triple H told Randy Orton earlier tonight, King, that he deals in reality. 
Well, the reality is Orton is flat on his back, so is Rey Mysterio, and Triple H not much better off. And the reality is this Royal Rumble matchup oh. has been going for one hour, and wow. Rey and Triple H have been in it from the beginning. Entering at one and two. good moment for such an unexpected unfortunate thing to happen to such a fan favorite like Eddie Guerrero and who had been I mean just honestly man, some of his best stuff you know in 2004 when he he won the the WWE championship and he feuded with JBL and then you know we got the the Rey Mysterio feud and and the stuff he was doing with Batista so entertaining you go back and and see some of that stuff um 
and it's unfortunate, but this was such a feel good moment in a, in a bad situation. This was the best thing that would probably make you feel good about the whole situation. If you get what I'm saying, I'm trying not to go in circles, but I feel like I am, but yeah, awesome, awesome finish too. I don't think I have ever, I don't think I've ever seen such a better final elimination than when Rey Mysterio flips Randy Orton out of the ring. And Rey Mysterio would go on to face Kurt Angle for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 22. And Randy Orton would join them and make it a triple threat match. Uh, Rey does win, win the World Heavyweight Championship that, that night. But I got to say, you know, when Orton got added to that match, I didn't know how I felt about a triple threat. And once I knew Ray, once Ray won the Rumble, I was like, well, they can't not have him win the belt now. Like, it's got to be completed. Um, but I'm a huge fan of triple threats. I love the Sean, Triple H, and Benoit one from WrestleMania 20. And I thought this with Angle, Orton, and, and Mysterio, I think it was a classic too. Really good match. Um, I remember it being one of my all-time favorites from that show. I liked it better than Cena Triple H, which main evented the show, which I I you know, I still think if you win the Royal Rumble, yeah, you get a world you get a world title opportunity and you should main event WrestleMania. So Rey Mysterio got screwed and there's been other people down the line that have won the Rumble and they didn't main event. They that's definitely something they should they should have stuck to and and they still should. But all right. So after that, we get a backstage segment once again with Trish and Mickey. Uh, and I'll let you hear that real quick. Trish, Trish, oh my God. I totally knew you'd do the right thing. Do the I, right thing? Uh, yeah. Doing? No, Mickey, I was just doing what I had to do. Oh, what you had to do? I mean, well, of course. I mean, what you had to do. Of course. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Because you love me. Just like I love you. You love me too. I just... Oh my God. That makes me so happy. <laughs> Sorry. Mickey, hold on a second. So still to come, it's actually up next. We have Edge, who is the WWE champion, about to take on John Cena. But before that, he runs into Rey Mysterio, who is backstage celebrating with Chavo and, and Benoit. And I believe Vicky Guerrero is there. But Edge is kind of like, I mean, this, this, in my opinion, this is, this is prime Edge. This is good stuff. He was such a good heel. And, you know, I'm going to let you hear the clip of him talking to Ray in the back. But then I want to kind of talk about this upcoming match with Cena and Edge. So here's the clip. Ray, you did it! You finally won the big one! It's about time. But uh, if you think you're gonna use that little loophole that your buddy Benoit used a couple of years ago, switch over to Raw, challenge me at WrestleMania for this, well, your little fairy tale is not gonna have a happy ending. <laughs> All right, so at New Year's Revolution, John Cena just survived the Elimination Chamber, retaining 
his WWE championship. Edge comes out. You know, he's got Lita with him. I'm telling you, this is prime Edge. I mean, these these two were hated. They, they were hated so much. Uh, Lita, of course, for everything that happened with Matt. And, and Edge has just become, over the past few years, a, a giant douchebag. And um, they pulled the trigger and had Edge cash in money in the bank. He laid out the blueprint for people to do it uh, from this that point forward where you wait till the champion is down and beaten, and then you cash in. Now, some people like RVD didn't do that. They announced what day they were going to cash in and, and, and do it, and other people have too. But uh, this has kind of become, you know, the, the blueprint. Look at Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 31 when he cashed in on Brock and Roman in the main event. Um, so they did that, and I'll never forget, I got that pay-per-view Loved the chamber match with Cena getting the win. And man, when Edge came out there, Vince McMahon announced him that he would be cashing in. You just knew what was coming. And it did. They put the belt on him. His first WWE championship win. Um, making out with Lita. You're like, what am I watching? You know, and it it was cool looking back, but I was not happy as a viewer. Uh back in 2006 but but anyway the the thing that confuses me the most they let cena beat edge here edge hasn't even had this belt for what just a just a few weeks maybe i don't I, i'm not sure you know the time frame between new year's revolution and, and the royal rumble uh, i could actually probably look that up but this match went 15 minutes and one second John Cena defeats Edge by submission. Cena had an all-out entrance. Like he, it looked like some. That's how they referred to it too, as a, a spaceship entrance. Uh, like this, I don't know. He come out on this structure and walked over, and these buttons he stepped on shot confetti into the crowd. Uh, and then Edge just kind of gets his regular old entrance. So like when you see this, you're like, okay, maybe Cena does get the win here. And as a viewer then, I was happy. But now as a fan, looking back, I don't know why they would have had Edge pull the trigger to cash in at New Year's Revolution just to turn around and give the belt back to Cena. Cena then gets into a storyline with Triple H. Edge gets into a storyline with Foley. And then we really wouldn't get into their story, Edge and Cena again, their feud, until after WrestleMania, it, it would it would pick up again, and I don't I don't know. I just don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why pull the trigger if you're just gonna put the belt back on Cena weeks later? And it was a good match. Um, here we go. New Year's Revolution, January eighth. Okay, so twenty days. Edge had the belt for three weeks. Three weeks, we'd say. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It just very odd to me. Very odd. So after that match, we uh, we get into... Well, there is a backstage segment. I'm not going to play this clip for you. But Lita's backstage, and she runs into Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who, as you would know, calls her a hoe. And uh, we get into the main event now. For the World Heavyweight Championship, Kurt Angle is taking on Mark Henry. Now, 
Angle does get the win here. Um, he he does like a, a roll up pin to beat Henry, but he is holding on to the rope. So yeah, he cheats to win. But it's freaking Mark Henry. The guy's a giant. Uh, this match goes nine minutes and twenty nine seconds. Angle retains, but see now this is where I feel like they wanted to have the. This is why the Royal Rumble had to be in the middle of the show. The Undertaker returns to confront Kurt Angle at the end of this show. He comes out with horses. It's like, whoa, man, they're going all out. This is like WrestleMania stuff going on at the Royal Rumble now. And he comes out with these horses. He then takes his arms and points them up into the, the air. And, and like lightning strikes, strikes the ring. And he brings the ring down with his mystical, supernatural powers. The ring completely collapses as Kurt Angle collapses down to a knee in the ring as well. So the Undertaker then motions that he wants the world title and he's motioning it around his waist. And this is how we end the Royal Rumble. So, well, the Royal Rumble event, 2006. Uh, but I am going to play that clip for you of the Undertaker uh, coming back and letting Kurt Angle know his intentions. What the hell? 
That is how the Royal Rumble 2006 comes to a close. You know, Royal, the the Royal Rumble this year is getting ready to take place this weekend. And before I end the show here, I'm going to give my predictions for the men's and the women's Royal Rumble. Now, I think without a doubt, I've there's rumors going on right now that The Rock could make his return and win the Royal Rumble. But I think that is the worst thing that they could do. I know that, don't get me wrong, a Roman Reigns and Rock match sounds fantastic. But man, I just, you have to let Cody Rhodes win this. It just, kind of like the whole Rey Mysterio thing. And it just feels right for Cody Rhodes to be the one to do it. Uh, especially, man, that performance that he and Seth Rollins put on inside Hell in a Cell with his his torn peck, man, that was just, the guy deserves, uh, the guy deserves to be the WWE champion. And I'm excited to see that. I, I hope that it happens sooner than later. Um, so I'm going to pick Cody Rhodes for my winner of the men's Royal Rumble. It feels like that is the right choice. I feel like that is where they're going to go. And I hope it is now for the women. I really don't know. I feel like it, should probably be Rhea Ripley. I think she's taken a big step forward. And I think uh, I think she's going to be the one to win. Outside of her, I don't know what else they do. Um, maybe Becky Lynch? Maybe Liv Morgan? I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like ever since Liv had her moment with Money in the Bank and they finally took the belt off of her, she's kind of fallen down the ranks. Um, I think she's entertaining, though. I, I do. I, I think that uh, she's, she's another one that this year or this past year, uh, she, she really took a step forward. Uh, but unfortunately creative wise, she has taken some steps back, nothing against her, nothing she has done. Uh, that's just unfortunate. So, uh, I will be checking out the Royal Rumble. It looks like it's going to be a really good show. Uh, I have been keeping my eye on the current product closely a lot more now that Bray Wyatt came back and the stuff they're doing with Alexa Bliss. I'm a big Alexa Bliss fan. I uh, love the stuff with Bray Wyatt. I'm hoping we get the Fiend at the Royal Rumble, but who knows? I would hate to think they'd make us wait all the way until WrestleMania for that. But that's going to do it for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Broadway with Body Slams. More to come. Also check out my gaming uh, podcast, which you can find it right here where you found Broadway with Body Slams. And I'm all about nostalgia. I love nostalgia trips, going down memory lane for video games, for wrestling. They are the two things that I loved the most growing up and uh, have so much nostalgia. For. So with that being said, thank you all so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode.